TV news. Stop showing pictures of Wisconsinites in bars. That's not making it easier for me to do my job. <laughs> so Because you want to get there? The governor of Wisconsin extended the stay-at-home orders. A judge stepped in. Judges stepped in. Supreme Court stepped in. The state Supreme the Court. The state yeah. Supreme mm-hmm. Court. Stepped in and said, nah, you can't do that. You don't have the power to do that. What the heck are you doing? So they opened stuff back up, and the, the bars have just become packed in Wisconsin, and they keep showing it on cable news, and I think, you look like you're having so much more fun than I'm going to have in the next month. <laughs> looks just look, looks awesome. Yeah. It's of Hennessy. Yeah. Um, so there's that. Well, before we get into the meat of the hour, speaking of meat, uh, buffet restaurants may change forever. The all-you-can-eat buffet because of the co- the COVID thing. Come on, mm. feedback. Come on, feedback. You think you just actually tie on a bag? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm my weight's down again today, and and I, I actually it's down so much in the last week that I, I'm concerned about you know unexplained yeah. weight loss. Yeah, sure. That is, can be the sign of a dread disease, but then it occurred to me I'm no longer eating like a state fair hog yeah. and drinking like it's my job, which I got a pattern I got into there for a while. So I guess it is I'm, fairly well explained weight loss. It's amazing how much, you know, in theory, a smart beast can fool itself. Like I was eating really poorly there for a while, really yeah. poorly. Yeah. The, the fast food and the donuts and everything like that. But I was still maintaining my weight, and I thought, oh, I, just, I must have, uh, you know, I don't know what I was thinking. I never yeah, I'm finished, burning a lot of calories. I never yeah. finished that sentence in my own mind. <laughs> I must have, uh, so, uh, seminar. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like, exploded one day. I don't know how it worked, but yeah. all, one day I was the heaviest I've been in, like, a year. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know what that was? The fast food and the donuts, you moron. Uh, what do you think was going to happen? Are any other animals capable of self-delusion? I don't think so. I mean, is there a chimp in the jungle saying, I'm swinging from tree to tree as good as ever? You know, some old gray-haired chimp. I doubt it. Oh, it reminds me, we had a uh, an intern get attacked. Some some t- some dolphin who can't catch the tuna anymore, saying they're cheating. <laughs> <laughs> we had an intern get attacked by a wild turkey yesterday. I'll have to talk about that. <laughs> what? Pardon me? Yeah, we have a lot of turkeys in our fields, which my my kids have been trying to hunt. They go out there with sticks and try to sneak up on it. And but God, I got attacked by a wild turkey the other night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a different story. Oh. But they're having babies out there, and uh, so we, uh, one of oh. our, the interns that works at our farm uh, was out in the field and came across the baby turkeys, and Mama got really unhappy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're huge beasts, Oh, they're big too. old birds, yeah. and they are capable of flight. They don't do it are often because they? they're very lazy. Yeah, I saw a turkey flying the other day, and a, a buddy of mine said, I didn't know they could do that. It's an awesome sight because they're so big. They don't fly very far, and they don't fly. It's not like they migrate. Right. Um, but, yeah, they can get up in the air. So we talked about this last hour. Did you run right from a turkey or no? No, not a chance. No. Not a oh, chance. No, no. Not even close. It's not even worth taking a step. You gotta come up with your plan of how you're gonna fight this thing. Because yeah, they well they they kind of down, they, shoot for the but, double leg. But, but, no, no, work the body and then the head. Between their foot speed and ability to fly, you really got no chance. Okay. Yeah. And they're enormous. And their talons are fearsome too. Now, can I, I know that... In I don't see those on the Thanksgiving table. They have talons. Oh, yeah. I was told that in theory, even on my own freaking farm, I'm not allowed to shoot a turkey unless it's the season or something like Shut that. Up. But I would think if it attacks me or a beast, I'm allowed to defend my own property. Sure. Uh, the castle doctrine. I gotta, I gotta plant a weapon in its talons. Just shout body. out loud before you shoot it. It's coming right at me. <laughs> Then I plant a weapon there, like a knife in its talons. Oh, that that turned dark. What's dark about shooting a freaking turkey? No, planting a weapon and faking it up the crime scene. Oh, gotcha. Too too close to home. 
So my son really wants to get one of the baby turkeys and raise it as a pet. <laughs> really? She'd be cute. The, the babies are pretty cute. Turkeys are an odd mix of unbelievably beautiful, especially the males. Does that make me gay? I don't think so. Um, the, the male turkey is gorgeous and stunningly ugly at the same time. Yeah. An odd bird, the turkey. So um, there are developments in the Michael Flynn situation. Oh, boy. So I'm looking up at Good Morning America right now, and their headline is Bar Decision Under Fire. So they're still looking at it from the angle of the Trump White House is a running the show. Uh, in the past in American history, attorney generals have been independent, but this one is just under the sway of the president, in the pocket of the president. So they're still going with that angle. Please. Rather Eric Holder, than, Loretta Lynch. You're than, making me laugh. Rather than the, the other bigger story, as Jonathan Turley pointed out in what we read last hour, um, check the podcast at armstrongandgetty.com, this is a huge story that it looks like we had a White House that was absolutely without... Uh, well, illegally, um, spying on people and ruining their lives and, yeah. and, and spying on an incoming president. I mean, it's, it's a huge thing. Um, Running roughshod over our civil rights. Trump tweeted just a little bit ago that Lindsey Graham, as the chair of the Judiciary Committee, should bring all this stuff back up. Start, bring these people in and question them. We've all seen them on TV before. Mm-hmm. Bring them back in again for another round of questioning on the Russia collusion story. Now that we know a lot more. We have a lot more information. Here's Lindsey Graham on Fox and Friends a little bit ago. Well, see, here's what I would say. You can request an unmasking of an American citizen who's on the other end of a conversation with a foreign agent. But you have to have a national security reason. Here's the concern. That if you don't have a national security reason, you're basically spying or eavesdropping on a political opponent. They hated Flynn. They wanted him to be fired before he ever got the job. Was this an effort to undermine Flynn, or was it really about our national security? So if Lindsey Graham's interested in this, this could actually happen and uh, have hearings and all that sort of stuff running up to an election. And won't that be exciting? Right. Right. And uh, not not a vote in America will be changed, but it'll be it'll be interesting to watch. You know, I've always said I'm a cynic and not uh, I'm sorry I'm a skeptic and not a cynic. Um, and there is a difference, and there's an important difference. Um, but you can't be cynical enough about your former administration, this, that, and the other, and their willingness to lie. In case you're not hip to this, Brennan. Clapper, uh, what was the gal, uh, I, I keep forgetting her name, who was involved in national security in the Obama administration, Volvic, or no, that's a golf ball. Anyway, um, <laughs> but uh, sh- they were on the cable news and quoted in the New York Times and the, the, the Washington Post for years, a couple of years, Talking darkly about the evidence they've seen that they cannot talk about because it was classified, but it clearly draws a line between the Kremlin and the Trump uh, campaign and the administration and blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, prior to all those TV appearances and newspaper interviews, they had testified under oath. They had zero evidence. None. They were lying unreservedly. And, and, like, without nuance, I mean, it was just stating the opposite of the truth for years for your consumption to score political points. So you just, you have to understand, you cannot be cynical enough about, the stakes are so high because trillions of dollars 
is at stake uh, for who runs the government. You don't think, you know, Clapper would lie to perpetuate his party being in control of those trillions of dollars? Wake up. Come on. You're a fool. And they did for years. And, and, and probably something like 55% of America still believes them because the aforementioned news outlets have kept a mum on the recent revelations. They, a lot of Americans don't. And this is one of the reasons I said don't dislike people who think differently than you. Number one, it takes all kinds. Number two, if people have never heard this information, you can't expect them to share your opinion. The thing that makes me nuts is how dishonest a lot of those media outlets are. You just never get a chance to hear the truth. Well, I'll read this quickly. Jonathan Turley's tweets, he's law professor at George Washington University, is the media blindly pushed the Russian collusion story. A truly alarming story unfolded in plain view. The use of national security powers against an opposing political party and opponent. Yet the motivations of Obama officials are not to be questioned. He says, sarcastically, the Obama administration's use of these powers to investigate political opponents simply does not matter. An investigation continuing despite any credible evidence simply does not matter. A president and vice president taking personal interest in surveillance of political opponents does not matter. How many times have you heard, you know, the whole impeachment thing was, this is a constitutional crisis. Trump used the power of the White House to investigate a political po- opponent. That right. was the whole point of the impeachment. Right. Now you have some pretty good evidence that it happened last time around also. Right. Or uh, to a greater extent. Well, um, and, and not, if, not if, interested in it at all, media? None? none, No interest whatsoever? Yeah, isn't that something? If it was legit, tell us why, in the light of this new evidence. Explain to us how it was legit. And if it was, it was. Again, what makes me nuts is that this is so fundamental to the principles on which this country was founded. This is not like arguing over some obscure rule in a golf game. This is, you know, you took your opponent's ball and threw it into the parking lot. This is such an egregious and horrific violation of of the sacred trust we have in government. This ought to be our highest priority. And yet the, the liars in the media, they just don't have any interest in it whatsoever. It's amazing. The porn industry says its model could help businesses reopen. Among other things coming up. That's right, the porn industry, Joe. What? And if we were TV, we would run a picture behind it as a scantily clad woman to get your attention. Right, with just barely blurred privets. <laughs> exactly. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Just came across this tweet and I liked it. From Werner Twertzog. I don't know if you ever follow him, but he's very funny regularly. Werner Twertzog? Yeah. That's a pretty funny joke. It's just a series of apropos of nothing comments. Probably stolen from other people, but whatever. Coffee should not involve whipped cream or sweet syrups. It should be a black, bitter foretaste of the day that is to come. I agree wholeheartedly. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> I like you know, at risk of going on too long about this. Oh, coming up, how the porn industry will lead us back to opening the economy. What? Um, just got. The outdoor recreational activities that are now allowed during Cal Unicornia's stay-at-home order. Um, 
I have a bunch of kind of clicks from around the nation to tell you about, but athletics are involved. What, what athletics are involved? What is athletics? What does that even mean? Badminton, singles only. Singles only. I catch you playing doubles badminton, you go to the hole. Spend a night in a box. For everybody that's playing badminton, I'm glad they nailed down the rules on this. So, I don't know a single person that's played badminton in the last twenty years. God, I love. <laughs> I badminton. do too. So I, just, I liked know. it as a kid, but I don't. I don't ever hear. I've never. I haven't heard anybody saying I was playing badminton the over weekend. Yeah. The problem is, it's got to be completely windless, yeah. or you have to be indoors. Yeah. 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 Uh, I got to get a badminton set. I love it. Throwing a baseball or softball is okay, but what if you get COVID on the ball? Uh, BMX biking is okay. Canoeing is okay. Singles only. Um. We're married. We uh, regularly participate in physical acts, if you know what I mean. I don't care. Law says single canoeing only. The arbitra- Come for the stupid, stay for the arbitrary. Crabbing is permitted. That's You know, sometimes I get tired of playing badminton and I go out on the sea and catch crabs instead. So go ahead and crab. Cycling. Exploring rock pools. Hmm. Uh, was that the same as tide pools? I guess. Uh, gardening, not in groups. Golf, singles, walking, no cart. What? No cart? Wait a minute. Courses all over California are operating right now. One person to a cart. What are you talking about, California? Do you have any idea what's happening? Did, seriously, has the governor left the governor's mansion or, or the state house or wherever the hell he, he does his thing? People are playing golf all over the state, you numbskull. Hiking is okay with social distancing. Horse riding, singles only. Oh, man, Judy and the kids and I like to do like a pyramid of people as the horse rides around a ring. (laughs) Jogging, running, okay, kiteboarding and kite surfing is fine. Meditation is fine. Oh, thank you. I'm allowed to meditate. Now, are you... The government said it's okay to meditate. Wow. Our our friend Tim Sandifer wrote a brilliant book. Brilliant mostly because it was inspired by conversations on this radio show uh, called The Permission Society. The idea being, we have been, we've made the transition from a society that you can do anything you want unless the government has a specific and compelling reason to prevent you from doing it or to punish you for doing it. It's a free country. You remember hearing that when you grew up? Well, we've slowly but surely made our, our way to being a permission society where you can't do anything unless the government permits it. As we've said many times, never use the permit as a noun. I got a permit to replace my uh, dishwasher without using it as a verb. Wait a minute. Why has the government got to permit me to change out my my uh, dishwasher? Anyway. The um, government shouldn't have to permit me to meditate. Outdoor photography is now okay. Oh, right, thank God. Loves, yeah. Okay. Picnics with your stay-home household members only. Uh, rock climbing is okay. Just don't breathe on the rock. You know what a lot of this is is just so they can claim they've reopened. And the media say California's reopened, uh, or whatever state it is, when you're not actually doing anything. Saying people can uh, f- take pictures outside and meditate yes. is not the same as actually allowing anything. One more example. The state has said it's okay to watch the sunrise or sunset. Fantastic. Which would strike you as just ridiculous, except that many people were fined $1,000 for doing just that alone in their cars in L.A. County. That's something. I know. I know. I know. Unbelievable. I, I wouldn't pay that. I would fight that. 
And, Honey, uh, I'm going to be in jail for 30 days for contempt of court, but I am fighting this. Let me see if I can squeeze in two more things that are absolutely great. Uh, Dear Rubes, um, writes a, a, a fan. Dear Rubes. Let's see. Uh, we know the denominator for those susceptible to catching the virus is about 330 million people in the U.S. Take the 90,000 so, uh, 90, or so deaths from the virus and divide. Although I went to public schools, I can do this on my smartphone. 0.0002% is the total percentage of Americans that have died. This is no reason to bankrupt a person or a nation. And then my favorite line, and I will be repeating this, it's not a pandemic so much as it is a damn panic. That's from Sherlock Holmes. It's not a pandemic, it's a damn panic. That's one of those things where you just rearrange the letters in a word. And then my favorite... Such an ass. My... uh, one of my favorite ever illustrations of the half-truth. Some lefty weeping hand flapper on Reddit posts, Texas, which began to reopen its businesses at the beginning of May, sees a thousand new coronavirus cases five days in a row. One of the replies, Illinois is still shut down and less populous than Texas. It has 1,700 new cases today and averaged over 2,000 last five days. Twice as many as Texas. So what's your point, my hand-flapping friend? <laughs> oh, 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 new cases. Oh, shut the economy back down. Armstrong and Getty. employees that even after coronavirus is over, they can continue working from home for as long as they want, which is amazing. And I hope more companies follow suit because there are so many advantages to working from home. First of all, your daily commute is like five seconds. Secondly, your office affair is actually good for your marriage. And third, good luck to them trying to fire you over a Zoom call. Sorry, what what did you say, boss? (laughs) Sorry, I, I, I can't. No, I can't. I'm going to take some extra vacation days, and we'll talk in a few weeks. Okay, bye-bye now. <laughs> um, by the, that was amusing. By the way, my commute's back to what it used to be. So just pointing out my part of the country, and I don't know where it is, uh, where you are, but uh, and I saw the pictures from Los Angeles the month ago versus this week. It's changed quite a bit. So. Well, yeah, well, that explains the explosion of cases there in your county, Jack. Let me check your county. Uh, no, no new cases. Practically no new cases. Um, can we hear the... Uh, Certainly not enough to shut down everybody's ability to feed themselves. Uh, right, so we got new numbers out today, and there are about 3 million people have, ch- have filed for unemployment um, help, and that raises it to, what is it now, 30? Well, it's like 36.5 million, a number that I guarantee is undercounted. Right. If you said 40 million, you'd be on very solid ground. And then everybody who is working has, uh, practically everybody's taken some sort of pay cut or something. I mean, that's almost everybody. Or you're at least worried about the health of your industry and your business. Right. Um, uh, so another uh, three... You know what, I'm sorry, on that note... I really sincerely like to thank all the sponsors of the Armstrong and Getty Show and and wherever you're listening to the show. And I would urge you to give those people your business. They are stepping up during difficult times 
to not only sponsor the show and support it, but you are who they want to talk to. They value you as a customer, so give them your business, would you? Thank you. 36.5 million people have lost their job in eight weeks, which is just nobody even knew that was possible. Nobody even knew that could happen, and it did happen. There would be a name for this if that took place over the course of five years. They would call it the Great Unjobbing or something. (laughs) But, I don't know about that name, but yes. Five yeah. years, hopefully they'd come up with something a little better. <laughs> let's, let's not get hung up on the name. Well, you're right. There'd be documentaries about it and a, uh, maybe a new political party arise and all kinds of different 503 stuff. 503 books. But it happened in eight weeks. Yeah. And so they're proposing another $3 trillion package full of all kinds of different crap uh, that they're trying to squeeze through at a time when they've got the political power to do it. Nancy Pelosi had this to say yesterday. It takes money. The American people are worth it. The sooner we get out there, the sooner our economy turns around. I really like that. The American people are worth it. They're and, worth they're worth bankrupting the country and ending life as we know it. Well, and the sooner we get it out there, the sooner the government the, the uh, economy turns around. No, the economy turns around when business gets back to doing business. And and what is a, a lot of your your pet programs and your uh, amnesty for illegal aliens? And you're letting lobbyists supply for government money. How is that going to help the American people? The American people are worth it. Thanks for the greeting card verbiage. I got to pay this off. How the porn industry says it's a model to help businesses restart. Now, porn, Jack, is that where they uh, photograph or or tape people in the act of, uh, well, uh, clothed and unclothed various intimate acts and then show it to others for their entertainment? Is that what we're talking about? And somehow, I guess, it's still a profitable model that where people make money off of this? I Not uh, as and in different ways. Hmm. I uh, studied porn economics, as you know. It was my minor. Advocates say the adult film industry, which introduced a widespread system of testing and contact tracing to, per- to protect performers from HIV in the 90s, has expertise that could help all kinds of other industries trying to find a way to stay safe and restart. They've been doing this for decades now, where if if somebody tests positive, they get tested every 14 days to be cleared for work. And if somebody tests positive, they immediately shut down business and do contact tracing to see whoever else could be exposed. Sure. And they've been doing it for a long time. And they say, of course, there's a difference between, I mean, I know I can see some woman and say, I can tell you without a, a, a trace of doubt, I do not have any sexually transmitted disease from that person. Whereas if they have COVID, if we were anywhere, right? well, I could have gotten it, she, you know, she could put her hand on the cart handle an hour before I got to the grocery store and I could have gotten it from her. So mm, it is a little right. different. Right. Well, and, you know, with the exception of a certain uh, esoteric brands of pornography, you're not going to come in contact with nearly as many people doing porn as you do in the course of your day-to-day life. Right. Right. So. But they're talking about at the workplace, so. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. It well, spreads so much more easily, though. Like, the, the, use the NBA as an example. They're talking about, well, what if you, they start the NBA season up again and a player tests positive? Then all of a sudden, what do you do? That's the that's the brick wall conversation sure. that all these leagues are running into. There's no getting around it. Yeah. I, I think the conversation stops there. What are you going to do? How are you going to have... It's game two of a five-game series and a player tests positive. Now what? Now you what? quarantine him... And do daily testing of everyone else. Before you play game four? Yeah, daily testing. 
You get up in the morning, you do the swab, period. But so you're not going to have, you can't have game four, can you, until you know who else is positive, because they might be spreading it to the other players. Yeah, I think there are some pretty quick tests available these days. I don't know how widely available, but, and I'm not saying this is a good solution. It's the only one I can come up with. If they have an accurate test that gives you more or less immediate results, then that would work. But if you've got a a litmus test, if you've got a a test that takes days or whatever, that ain't going to work. You're just not going to be able to do it. Right. Could take you weeks to play the series, <laughs> which is practically the way they do it now, honestly. <laughs> String it out. And then and then, and then, think of the advantage you have by getting the star player on the other team the COVID. So you're coughing in your hand and smearing it on his back when he goes up for a rebound. <laughs> on his back? Wow. He's a sick enough. Wow, you're like Dennis Rodman, but crazier. <laughs> the worm. Oh, you know what? Speaking of uh, sexually transmitted diseases, I have a story you might enjoy in just a second, <laughs> believe it or not. What kind of a tease is that? But, I, One well, I'm tuning into. Well, I, it's, it's, it's difficult to... Well, <sighs> quick uh, word, though, from our, our friends uh, and sponsors at Simply Safe that have the best home security system you can buy. Are you proud, Simply Safe? Maybe, happy? maybe that ought to... Be all we say. This is the best home security system there is. But listen to this. No long contracts. No expensive install. It's all the good and none of the negative for protecting your home. I don't know if you've either gotten a security system and been unhappy with it or just looked into it, but a lot of the problems are you sign a two-year contract in some cases. Well, what if I don't like it? What, what if I'm moving? What if what if whatever? Um, somebody coming up to your house and drilling all the holes and doing all the stuff. No, no, you set it up yourself in under an hour. It is mailed to you. By the way, free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. So no risk whatsoever at trying out Simply Safe. It's about 50 cents a day. And, and what do you need? Doorbell alerts and cameras or motion sensors? You could custom make the system to your needs. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simply is S-I-M-P-L-I. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. So I had a a, a guy problem. Um, he wasn't returning your phone calls. No. He seemed like he liked you. <laughs> he was just vacant. He didn't ever seem there. No, it was actually some of my guy parts a while back. And uh, not serious, as it turns out. But the doctor said, you got to get an STD panel done, like test for all the STDs. Really? And I told him, I don't have any STDs. Right, guaranteed. Happily married, faithfully, years, my wife's an angel, blah, blah. No, he said, no, you got to get it done. He says, I know you think that, but we got to eliminate it. What? And, uh,. And so, and there's yeah. no getting around that. Well, uh, yeah, I'm the patient. I could have refused to go, but I figured, all right, listen, he's got to eliminate it. He explained to me the, the way we try to figure it out that we got to eliminate the obvious stuff first, so we're not wasting our time going down, you know, the road of it might be a hidden tumor if your wife gave you the Galapatrots. Mm. And so I, I I went ahead and did it, but it was kind of an interesting argument. Um, and then I went to the lab, and uh, I had to sit down face to face with a woman who took a look at the chart and sees that this guy wants to know whether he has every STD on the planet? I mean, she... What she, was his weekend? <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't pull on a second layer of rubber gloves Are you before a she touched my arm. sailor who plays in the NBA? Or? <laughs> That's right. I'm a sailor based out of Bangkok. Who plays in the NBA. Who plays in the NBA, exactly. <laughs> Firefighter in the offseason. <laughs> right, and... and, and do some underground <laughs> pornography. Other than that, I can't imagine how I would have caught it. Yeah, but uh, as it turns out, no, I did not have the clap. 
or, or anything Please else. Please clap. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Jeb. Jeb! Yeah, those, were, <laughs> those were good and simpler times, weren't they? <laughs> they were. Got this note from Dave, who I uh, can tell you without uh, you know him telling us is a business owner. A note for the suicidal, writes Dave, who I think was uh, writing with a pen dipped in frustration. With suicide on the rise these days, I have a note for those who might be considering how to commit suicide, but lack the courage to carry out the task at hand. Consider opening a business, any business. Chances are you'll soon be incarcerated for something and quickly dispatched into eternity by some compassionate fellow inmate who doesn't suffer fools who have no idea how to interact with fellow prisoners. A little wordy, but in other words, he's saying, yeah, try to open a business uh, and, and try to run it without running afoul of the authorities. You'll be in jail soon enough. Which, especially during these days, as you got no revenue coming in, has got a lot of people really, really frustrated. So, Dave, uh, there you go. We have uh, been. We are your voice, Dave. We understand your frustration. And then, Doctor J, in the hopeful Tesla landing spot of Austin, Texas. Uh, Doctor J has moved all across the country and written us emails, and and they're always quite clever. Um, he just he suggests the Facebook content moderator position that they're in a class action suit because they're so screwed up from looking at child porn and murders and beheadings and the rest of it to remove them from Facebook. Says Facebook ought to start a program where they just hire sociopaths. Mm, that's a good idea. I'm not affected by anything. I don't care about anyone or anything. I immediately recoiled for this job. He says I immediately recoiled at how horrific a position that would be and how quickly your view of humanity would be poisoned. Um, if your role was to watch an endless loop of the worst atrocities man is capable of committing. I wouldn't make it an hour in that job. Uh, can't they advertise these positions uniquely to sociopaths? Seems like lacking human emotion might be a, finally be a unique job qualifying skill. Um, don't F with cats. What kind of way is that to... That's the TV show. That's yeah, that the show. Oh, Netflix oh, 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 right. Documentary thing about cat torture. I, I will no. not watch it. It I, troubles you know. me a little bit, anybody who says they are into it. Yeah, I'm familiar with the uh, the genre. Uh, anyway, thanks, Dr. J. That's a good point. There you go. Hey, Mark Zuckerberg, you're a sociopath, or at least evil. So that's a little hiring uh, hint for you. I think they've come up with the optimal minimum age for legal pot use. All-you-can-eat buffets are struggling during this coronavirus. In a related story. Trying to figure out. (laughs) Wow, that wasn't supposed to be. uh, Trying to figure out how to deal with the modern times. And also uh, the ongoing story asking of General Flynn and what that means for ongoing investigations. Tell you one thing. I think Biden is going to have to come up with a story for the rest of the presidential election. And then remember it. (laughs) It won't be easy. government has declared them essential. The Armstrong and Getty Show. But this is a big thing. The entire inner circle was listening to this phone call, not for national security reasons. They were listening to it because they wanted to do anything they could do to damage the incoming administration. They were also doing it because they were desperate, because they did not have any evidence of Russian collusion. So they were trying so hard to find something because they'd gotten the ball rolling on this. And I think if we were to declassify any meetings about crossfire hurricane, you'd find that President Obama was in those and leading those. And I think if you were to 
ask any of these people under oath, was President Obama aware of the unmasking? Did he approve of the unmasking of General Flynn? I think you'll find this goes to the very top. And maybe more importantly, with a presidential election going on, was Joe Biden in the room? And what was his role? The unmasking of Joe Biden by Jonathan Turley. We have that linked at armstrongandgetty.com. It's in the hot links. It's worth a read. And he's a nonpartisan. He's he's a good nonpartisan source, Jonathan Turley. Anyway, uh, this I don't know if this is going to catch on with the regular media or not. We'll wait and see. Old Sue Rice, she said, she is in the meeting. When Comey was briefing Obama in front of Sally Yates, who was the acting attorney general, and and, and and the attorney general had no idea what was going on, but Comey and Obama and Biden were talking about it. So, yeah, obviously, Biden, or I'm sorry, Obama was fully apprised. His own national security advisor said so in a recently disclosed uh, memo, which she wrote to cover her own ass because she knew how many laws they broke. Um, well, I got something angering coming up, but uh, it's worth hearing. Maybe I'll do this first. All you can eat buffets, how they're going to deal with, how they are dealing with this situation. Five of the largest buffet restaurant chains in the country say they're changing with the times and rolling out new features so they can open back up with their all you can eat buffets. Starting with the Golden Corral, I love a Golden Corral all you can eat buffet. Uh, serving guests cafeteria style with cooks loading up customers' plates with as much grub as they desire, the new service model eliminates the need for guests to touch utensils. So you say what you want, the cooks will load you up on your plate instead of you going around. Like the lunch ladies of old. Yeah, everybody grabbing a spoon, the same spoon and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I wonder if that'll ever come back. Like I've said, I don't know if I'll ever touch a door handle with my bare hand again in my life. Well, the downside to this new plan, Jack, is the, the very existence of these buffets exists because people want to eat more than a human being ever should. But you can do so without much embarrassment because you get your own food. If you have to tell somebody, fourth serving of pudding, please, (laughs) that's going to take some of the fun out of it. Or, you know, what the the proportion of that, what you choose to eat. I mean, because you hate to order from the waitress. I don't want the entree. I just want the dessert and the french fries. <laughs> if it's the buffet, you can just eat french fries and dessert without anybody looking over your shoulder. I want the meat. Of course, haven't we all walked away from the buffet and kind of hoped people didn't look at our plate because we weren't proud? <laughs> uh, kind of held our hand kind of semi out there so you couldn't see. Also, hometown buffet, old country buffet. How many rolls do you need, you hog? <laughs> country buffet and Ryan's buffet. That Only that last one do I not know of. It must be a regional thing. Yeah. I know all the other all-you-can-eat buffets are all coming up with ways to wipe down uh, areas every half hour, check employees' temperatures, and s- install new hand sanitizer stations so they can continue <laughs> to let me eat way more than I should eat in several days in one sitting. So I get my money's worth. Oh boy! Because I'm undefeated. Yeah, oh it was twelve ninety nine. So wow. I ate eighty seven dollars worth of food. Yeah. <laughs> or I or I ate actually I probably ate two dollars worth of food. <laughs> Ryan's buffet. I just Google it. Is owned by Meg Ryan and uh, NFL coach Rex Ryan. Really, did not know that. It's a strange business yeah, partnership. They, now, <laughs> yeah. Odd, but they met at a cocktail party. <laughs> well, the fun's over because I'm going to tell you this. Oh, I thought you were going to do okay. Robbie Suave uh, tweeted this out. It's hard to fire a public employee, something we talk about all the time. One of the disgraced Broward deputies fired for his non-intervention in the Parkland mass shooting has been reinstated by an arbitrator. 
by an arbiter with 16 months back pay. He was making $137,000 a year when he was canned. Do you remember that story? One of the worst shootings in our nation's history. The sheriff's sergeant who was fired, fired for sitting in his parked car. And in case you never did hear the whole story about what he actually did, um, you just think, well, policemen don't have to go in. He was the first supervisor on the scene. He arrived in time to hear three or four shots, and as a supervisor, he didn't rush to take command. Instead, a state commission investigating the shooting found that he took his time putting on a bulletproof vest and hid behind his car, not going on the radio for ten minutes, even to alert other people what was going on. Oh, my. He failed to coordinate or direct deputies' actions and did not direct or coordinate an immediate response into the school. You can't fire him for that. Sergeant Miller's actions were ineffective, and he did not properly supervise the scene. So not only did he not do what I think 95% of us would do, go in there with a gun and try to stop the slaughter of children... He didn't even call for help because he didn't want anybody to know he was there. And, well, why aren't you doing something? Anyway, he got fired for that because that's the only reason you hire somebody to be a police officer, to do the things I just mentioned. Right. And if you're not capable of doing them, you shouldn't have the job. Even if you're going to say, okay, you shouldn't go to jail, you shouldn't be fined, you shouldn't any of that thing. You don't get to be a policeman anymore. You obviously don't have the right stuff for that job. But he was reinstated and gets all his back pay with his $137,000 a year because you cannot fire government employees. No matter how horrific a job they do, how thieving, wasteful. How do you like that? Yeah, that's great. Let's just keep growing it, though, because that'll you know help the economy and make us into a better country. That's absolutely amazing. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's horrible. You're never going to fire a government employee for watching porn all day if you can't fire this guy for that. Armstrong and Getty.